Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. I am Zori, your host. Welcome to another episode. I apologize for the delay um, migrating over to Zencaster, which is what we're on now. It's been a little bit of a um, challenge switching over from the RSS um, feed to this, but I finally got it up and running, so I am good to go. Um And I'm very excited to just go ahead and connect with everybody. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. I appreciate you and I appreciate your patience. Um, If you are able to watch this on YouTube, you will see my bright red hair. So I have like brown hair and then it flows into red. And you will also check out my new shades, uh, my new glasses from Zilul. Not sponsored, but totally loved my experience shopping with them. Um, Got two pairs of frames, and they are fantastic. Love, love, love. So if you are in the market for some glasses and want to not pay crazy amounts of money for some frames, check out Zilul if you haven't already. Um, A couple of things just wanted to kind of catch everybody up on. So as you know, I've migrated over to Zencaster as my new podcasting host, Um, and I am very much enjoying it. And just followed it actually as a recommendation from another podcast that I listened to, um, the Gruesome Horrific True Crime podcast uh, with Meg and uh, the girls promote it. They they transitioned over partway into their podcasting journey as well. And you could really hear the difference as to how much clearer their episodes sounded and just the quality of sound. So sorry, I'm just replacing the mic. Um, And I really wanted to just kind of give it an opportunity myself and try this out. I also looked forward to um, being able to get visual with YouTube and like video recording as well. And it just helps me to kind of navigate through some of the conversations that we're going to eventually come across. I also wanted to launch it into a simplified platform for myself for editing purposes and also just to be able to expand because I actually before launching my own individual podcast my sisters and I had an idea to create a podcast of our own and um, I had gone through the initial stages of all of that but then we never you know really picked up and, and ran with it so I began this podcasting journey um, for myself kind of like a therapeutic uh experience for myself. And what I wanted to do was just kind of learn the ropes as to what it entails to record, to edit, to publish and all that stuff. Um, How easy it is to either keep or not keep a recording method um, and recording schedule and just kind of see what what, what it entails. And as you guys saw this summer, I had ended up taking a small hiatus to just kind of enjoy my summer life and, you know, enjoy my family, which was great because then it kind of concluded season one, which ran about six months and then um, conclude in to season two, which is what we're on now. And I really just wanted to just, you know, come in and connect and just kind of see where everything is and just kind of continue my journey with with the podcast. So the, the purpose of this podcast was initially to kind of launch off my um, blog, which goes by the same name. Um, I've been publishing on that blog for roughly about nine years or actually probably longer um, since my oldest is 12. So it's, it's, you know, that was definitely a therapeutic outlet for myself. And last December, I was going through some difficulties with, um, you know, emotional wellness and mental health. And 
I wanted to find a new creative outlet to just kind of express myself and to share my thoughts and feelings and emotions. And I just really was not feeling um, the the aspect of writing, having to write or blog or even type, just kind of putting that kind of effort into um, recording or doing anything to kind of express myself and relieve that pressure. So podcasting just really seemed like a fun idea. Um, I definitely was going into it blind. I'd only listened to a handful of podcasts at that point. It wasn't really my medium to begin with. My husband's been on podcasts forever and he absolutely loves the medium and has loved it for years. I wasn't as easily um, sold on it only because if I'm hearing people, I think I really much rather look at them as they talk, but that's just my preference. Um, But I kind of obviously have come a long way since uh, that kind of thought behind it and really fell in love with some of the podcasting mediums and uh, channels that are out there. I follow the Gruesome Horrific podcast. I follow actually a a whole slew of different podcasts. And then, of course, I follow a couple of rewatch podcasts for some of my favorite shows. Um, I watch, uh, excuse me, I listen to the I'm all in podcast with Scott Patterson, and that's about the the rewatch of Gilmore Girls, which I absolutely loved. I'm obsessed with. And then I am also listening to the Pod Meets World, which is the Boy Meets World rewatch podcast with Danielle Fischel, um, Ryder Strong, and Will Friedle, which I absolutely love. I didn't think I could love the show even more um, than I did as a kid growing up and just a deep appreciation of something that my kids can still watch and have fun with and, and relate to. Um, but their behind the scenes stories and just kind of like the, the behind the scenes of it all, I absolutely love. I love, I very much so love the aspect of my life when I transitioned into the role that I'm currently in at work. Um, I told, to- <clears throat> excuse me. I told everyone that I very much felt like I was on an episode of How It's Made, um, figuring out and learning so much about an industry that I'd already been working in, a line of business that I'd been supporting for the last 14 years, and the educational aspect of it I had never even given a second thought to. And now I was learning all of that information and just how everything got made, how everything came about. And I love the behind the scenes, like, craziness. So I think that's probably my obsession with true crime. Um, If you know me, you know that I'm completely obsessed with true crime, which is no surprise as to how I ended up with the Gruesome podcast because I absolutely am a huge fan of true crime. I love the psychology behind it. I love to know the behind the story, um, insight details that people relay. So like, you know, if there's like interviews or there's information that comes about years and years later after the case has been solved or is still pending to be solved, I love to read all about it. I love to hear all about it. And, um, I really just kind of got really into it. Um, most recently, I also listened to The Root of Evil, which is the the case about the Black Dahlia, which I thought was just absolutely fascinating. So now I have started reading the books um, in regards to that. And just, I love true crime. So that's my thing. I may take a stab at doing a true crime um, podcast episode just because I would love to be on that reporting aspect of it, but I love to listen to it. I love to hear all the intricate details in regards to the science that took, you know, 
was developed to either solve that crime at the time or years later. I love to hear the psychology of how people have studied um, these cases, you know, with these psychopaths and killers and serial killers and murderers and just all these crazy things that people do. And you're just like, wow, that was just like an average Joe person living next door. And they were a serial killer and doing all kinds of heinous crimes. So, um, with that, that's kind of some of the things that introduced me into podcasting and some of the things that kind of sparked that passion for me. I very much still love doing the podcast. So even though I went into it for like a therapeutic aspect of it, I very much enjoy it and have a great time doing it. So you can see my house is uh, not always conducive to podcast recording. So I'm still trying to figure that out um, to get a more consistent schedule to be able to release and drop everything. The delay here was converting over to Zencaster, but um recording on Zencaster itself is super simple and super easy. It's just literally the click of a button. I love it. So, so far, thumbs up for Zencaster because I absolutely love it. But anyway, moving on from that. So couple of things I just want to go ahead and share. If you have any ideas to contribute to the podcast, please feel free to do so. You can email me at a day in the life of Zori, Z-O-R-Y, at gmail.com. Feel free to send me any comments, feedback um, that you'd like to that email. I do check it regularly and most certainly would look forward to engaging with all of my listeners. Um, Secondly, if you think that it's funny, it's fun, lighthearted, something that your friends might enjoy, feel free to share um, my podcast, either a particular episode that you think might resonate with people or just the channel. I appreciate it. Um, And then of course, if you would be so kind, if you could follow or subscribe to my channel, I would certainly appreciate it. And that way you will also be notified when I drop unexpectedly new episodes. So my goal is to get more frequent with the recording and dropping of episodes. Uh, I don't know if the length will really vary too, too much. Um, Depending on the topic, you guys know I may go on forever. Um, Or it might just be a little bit more direct and brief and to the point. So on my mind this week are a couple of things. So obviously it's called A Day in the Life of Zori. So just kind of what's what's in my noggin. Shout out to Bailey uh, Sarian as well, who I listen to. Um, so it's just really about so many changes and things that are going on in my life. So I have a 12-year-old, I have a 4-year-old, and what I am currently experiencing is very much the disparity between their ages. I have a kid who is ready and been excited all week to have her first dance at school in middle school. And then I have a four-year-old whose highlight is to not dress up, uh, not to have to dress up in her uniform for school tomorrow because it's picture day. And, you know, my little one wants to play outside. She wants to just run around, do all kinds of crazy things. And my oldest is now just kind of holed up in her room. And I'm having some challenges trying to, one, communicate effectively with both my kids, right? And trying to find activities that will balance out both of their interests and needs, right? So I'm trying to meet two very different levels of, um, understanding I have a 12 year old and a four year old and it's it's been really complicated so last weekend we had a really jam-packed weekend so we had a lot of activities the girls go to dance on Saturday mornings and then we had a couple of activities to attend and the first activity was clearly evident to me the disparity in ages between our girls and the reason I say that is because we were going to a house party 
And the party was being held outside. So it was, it was actually a pretty nice day last week. Um, even though we're in New England, it was beautiful for fall weather. So, you know, they had like a like a swing set and then they had like a trampoline. They brought in a bounce house and then they have, you know, food, snacks, activities, pumpkin painting, all kinds of fall typical activities for New England. And my little one, of course, beelines to the swing set. She wants to be on the swing set. She wants to slide down the slide. My oldest looked so out of place and it just looked like she was just like really uncomfortable because she didn't want to go into the bounce house. She didn't want to be on the swing set. Obviously she didn't want to be on the trampoline. She didn't really know um, many people there. So it was just kind of like very like dry but she also was being very courteous of not just defaulting to her cell phone um which I very much appreciate because I do like her to be engaged with us and not just clickety clacking on her phone um but it was just so clear the disparity in ages and I I just I kind of like foresaw what the current near future is going to be looking like for us. I'm going to have a full-fledged teen and then a kindergartner, you know, like it's just very different um, stages. And I am finding now our new balance. I'm trying to get my husband to kind of like help me figure out that new balance. And it's just kind of challenging. So if you have kids in like these bigger age gaps, my girls are eight years apart. And I, I know people that have kids that are like 18 years apart and I don't know how you do it. Please give a girl some tips because I am like struggling right now. Um, and not just because not, not because I feel like I'm failing in any specific piece. I just feel like I'm not doing everything successfully to where I would normally feel comfortable and like, okay, I did my job today as a mom. I met, you know, A's, you know, needs and then I met B's needs as well. So like, it, it's just not feeling like, I'm walking away feeling like everyone's feeling complete and whole um, for many of the interactions we're having. I, I'm trying my damnedest to, you know, still continue to give everybody their one-on-one time, um, which is, is basically what I'm kind of dumbfounded to have to do. And then in the opportunities that present themselves where I can bring them both to do things together, um, you know, as sisters and as a family, I am definitely doing that. So like there's outings and things that we do. We go to the farm, we go pumpkin picking, whatever. We do that together as a unit. And that's just the fun that everybody's going to have. Okay. I, I'm not thrilled to go pumpkin picking. I'm allergic to nature and life. Um, so I could care less about being outside in the, you know, and surrounded by my allergens, but these are activities that we do together to kind of build and, and, you know, form that family unit that we very much so, you know, have, have grown to have. So now I'm just finding myself kind of chilling with the baby. And then once she goes to bed, I'm hanging out with my older one and, you know, definitely interacting more with her friends, getting to know some of her friends, even through like, you know, little FaceTime calls and just kind of having fun, you know, keeping it light, but just staying in tune with her world. I mean, she tells me everything as soon as she gets home, but really kind of tuning into her world and noticing who she's engaging with most of the time. Um, She obviously has some friends that she's been engaging with and has known for practically a good chunk of her life. But now there's additional new friends that are coming into the, into the group. And I want to remain in tune with all of that. So I'm just kind of having a difficult time. So Halloween this uh, weekend should be interesting. 
because I have a kid that's ready to go to a dance and it's like drop him and go kind of situation. Um, we're not welcome to stay unless we were actually chaperoning. So I'm just kind of like sitting on the fence as to what's going on. Um, and really having to kind of learn to, to not cut ties, but learn to loosen my grip on her a little bit. Cause she's just beginning to like go out and experience these real life interactions with her friends and with a new, you know, new classmates and whatnot. So it should be a fun time for her. I'm excited for her, but definitely just a little bit nerve wracking for me as a mom, because it's the first time that I'm really dropping her off anywhere where I don't know everyone. Um, but it's at school, so it is a school-sanctioned event, so it's not anything, you know, the administration and staff will definitely be there, and there obviously will be chaperones additionally to support. I am still on the, you know, on the fence on whether or not we need to be tapped to um, chaperone. I haven't really heard too much d- details, so I am looking forward to see if there's anything that comes about of that so that I can at least be in the area, um, or nearby, at least, for her. Then the little one is just like super excited this weekend at dance. They get to wear their costumes if they want. So, you know, she's already counting down to wear her Wonder Woman one more time, as many times as she can, because she refers to herself as Wonder Woman. Um, Note to self, that will be her fifth birthday cake, will be a Wonder Woman cake, because this girl is obsessed. Uh, She's very much, you know, interactive. She's very much just all over the place. She's four and a half, and I'm just like, I'm drained sometimes from the amount of energy that she takes, but she's so much fun and she's just, she's super goofy. So like outside we have these crazy decorations and she loves to just be outside and check everything out. She notices though, every little thing. So like if I change the curtains, like you see, like there's like window here. If I change the curtains, Michaela will notice immediately. She'll walk in and be like, oh my gosh, mom, look at that. She noticed my glasses immediately. She will notice if I change my hair, if I color my hair, if it's styled different, if I'm wearing makeup, she will notice every little thing. And I love that about her because she's so genuine in how she reflects that information. So if she loves it, she's going to tell you, oh my gosh, I love it. If she's not in love with it, she's going to be like, mom, what is that? And it's a it can hurt your feelings if if you're not prepared. But I know that like she's just like right off the cuff, she's gonna tell you, I love it or I hate it. Um, but she's also she can be very demanding, she's very high energy. So like all of that, like I have to balance between like super high energy and then my preteen kid. So I I definitely I, I will put an APB out there to anybody that knows me. If you have kids with such a big age gap, please drop a girl a line and let her know what tips you have for me to balance out what's to be for the next several years, you know, of their lives where they're kind of like in different places. Once, once Michaela hits like full teenage them, they'll be able to really, you know, but it's just like, we're at such disparity at at this point. Um, then on a personal note for myself, I am looking forward to, you know, we're almost in November. It's kind of scary because I haven't started a dang thing for Christmas, but, um, I'm excited. The holiday season is 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 almost here. I won't say it's here yet because we're not even past Halloween, y'all. Relax. But it's almost here. And I'm very excited for that. Um, I think that 
something changes in people when it's holiday season. So a couple of things I'll make note to is if you do have a particularly difficult holiday season coming up, maybe you lost a loved one or you're going through some, you know, hard times, I I definitely do want to just give you a brief word of encouragement and say that, you know, I understand that times might not be what you hope they would be. But I also know that better things are coming. Your best days are still ahead. And God is in control of everything. And, you know, I've been there too, believe me. Last last holiday season, I was not in a good place. I was very much depressed, suffering from severe anxiety and stress. And it was the least jolly holiday season. So maybe that's why I'm looking forward to this particular holiday season. Um, because last year I just, I was so not in that place, um, emotionally and mentally to enjoy it. And I have kids, I have young kids obviously. And I just, I wasn't feeling it. I really wasn't, but I'm excited for this holiday season. So I hope that if things are looking bleak for the holiday season, just know that better things are coming. Um, It's not about the gifts or what you get or what you can give. It's all about sharing time, creating memories, and just enjoying the moments um, with the loved ones that surround you. So that's just kind of a a quick little blip there. But um, on my personal note, I am definitely just looking forward to that. I am looking forward to closing out this year and just really being in a completely different place than I thought that I would be um, emotionally, mentally, and even personally at work, um, personally in my relationship. I just, I feel very content with my life at the moment. Um, I'm very happy and very, just kind of very even tempered, which is great. Um, And I just, I'm looking forward to so many great things that are coming in 2023 for me and for my family. And I'm just, I'm excited. I have a really positive outlook to that. So I hope that if you're not feeling that way right now, I hope that you know that better days are coming, brighter days are coming, and you too will be able to look forward to your future um, near and far and have a positive outlook on that. Um, If you need some help, please reach out to get some, some, some help. I definitely had to engage my primary medical doctor. I had to engage and connect with a therapist. I have a psychiatrist, psychologist, and, you know, just a whole slew of team of people that I had to engage in order to help get myself through the situation. I, it took me some time to fully acknowledge and recognize the situation was looking bleak. Um, but I, I did it, you know, I was, I, I pulled, I mustered enough strength to be able to do that and to be able to get back up and seek the help reluctantly, but seek the help. And you know what? I was able to obtain the help and found myself surrounded by very many caring individuals in the medical industry who have checked in and supported and helped me move along and help, you know, bring me back to me. So that's my TED talk for today. Um, so, you know, I'm just, I'm feeling really blessed. I'm feeling really, um, really humbled by just the reflection of where I was a year ago to where I am today. 
And I'm just very excited to what's to come for the rest of the year and next year. I have, you know, some of my great friends are getting married next year. I have friends that are having babies. I have my 15th wedding anniversaries next year. My kid is turning 13. So many cool things and highlights to look forward to. And I am just so, so excited to be able to face it all and to be able to document all of that with you all. So I thank you for joining me in this mayhem that I call a day in the life of Zori. Um, as you can see, it's very cluttered in here. There's a lot of things going on. There's always something in this noggin. There's always something brewing, but, um, I just wanted to go ahead and connect and let you guys know what's going on, let you know the updates. And I promise to become a more regularly updated um, and more consistent drop-off basis for our episodes. Uh, and hopefully you can, again, like, subscribe, follow um, on any of the medias that you're following or listening from. And thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. I hope you guys have a blessed week. And until next time, bye.